the optimal life. There we are. Welcome back. Welcome back Thank to the you. the red chair. There he is. He's got his laptop, folks. He's he's ready to go. We're, this is a little different than last time. Let's start off with the with the little cheers. Cheers. Happy cheers. Uh, election night, yep. my friend. Good to be historic. an American. This is a historic night. Mm-hmm. No guitars tonight. No guitars. You're not going to hear from from us. You're not going to hear those beautiful chords tonight. Tonight we're just going to no, you won't be all business. Yeah, and I think uh, despite our best efforts, we probably won't have an election outcome tonight if I was to put my money on it. You think so? I uh, I think it's going to be uh, tied up for a little while. I do. So when, when do you think we're going to hear, what's going to happen? Predict. What's going to happen tonight and then what's going to happen in the coming days and weeks? Uh, I think we're going to get through tonight too close to call. And there's going to be some absentee ballots and some things that are going to still need to be counted. And we're probably not going to have any sort of idea probably until the end of this week, if I had to guess. Friday-ish. And hopefully it doesn't ever get tied up in courts. But it's just a matter of counting some of the the ballots that uh, are unaccounted for. That would be such a bummer. Well, yeah. It would be such a bummer to, to not have the election results the night of the election. When was the last time that we didn't have election results the night of the? Re- it, it, for anyone that's just that's listening, because this is only audio only, it is seven p.m. Eastern, um, and the election results are starting to come in. We've got we've got the uh, Fox News on the big screen here. Ara's also got his laptop in case we need to see what else is going on amongst some of the other media pundits out there, right? I mean, you've yep. got Twitter, you've got uh, got it all, CNN. Yeah, we got NBC. it. We got it locked and loaded here, and uh, yeah. So I think it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a long night for a lot of people, but for us as Americans, we have an obligation to um, sit and observe after we vote. It was uh, 2016. They called the election at two in the morning. So technically, two in the morning Eastern time. They called it. So it was yeah. two hours at, into the new day, at least in the Eastern side. Yep. Uh, time zone. And uh, you believe it's going to go well past that? I do. Time, so. I think uh, I think it will. If I had to guess, uh, I just think that there's uh, now. What's amazing is perhaps that's completely off because more people are voting than ever before, and all the pre-votes are uh, what's a hundred million or something like that yeah, already, before already before the actual election day today. They just showed 102 million yeah. votes were counted to this moment, and I I don't know was it was it really a hundred million before? Hundred, hundred million? Was it? Yeah, something close to that. I'm pretty sure that came in before. But they're not allowed to count until this day. That I don't know. Because Is that true? Because then they could then skew they the pre- election, yeah, and okay. people will start going. You know, yep. that's the issue that they can't. You could send your absentee ballot in, but technically, it shouldn't be made public. I'm, I'm sure people are counting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Prior, but they're I would probably hope. they're probably under some sworn, you know, sworn secrecy, like. Well, I don't know. I mean, cutting a uh, hundred million ballots seems like it would be a pretty cumbersome task. Well, but the thing is, is, is you're probably talking about about a million to two million per state. That's fair. And then they break it down into precincts and cities, you know, t- counties. So I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a lot less. A hundred thousand still be a lot though. It's a lot. Fifty thousand, forty thousand. It's yeah, a lot. It's a lot. Um, 
so yeah, this is going to be interesting. We're going to go as long as we can. We're going to watch some live results. It's, like I said, it's a little past 7 p.m. Uh, some polls, some of the, the locations are closing right now. They're mm-hmm. already starting to close. Results are coming in. It's a little premature, um, but we will, we will get to it. But, dude, I wanted to start talking to you about this because we've, we've been talking about this for several months. And um, I want you to share this story because this is such a this is completely off topic. This has nothing to do with the election. I'm sure you can your conspiracy theorists could find a way to, to make it do with the election with some some way, shape, or form. Um, you were at a pool party in Arizona at a hotel. Yep. How many years ago? Uh, about five, maybe. Let four, me start four. with the let me start with the backstory. Let me start with the end, and then you can explain. Okay. You saw. Some form of artificial intelligence. We think you saw. You, you, you don't know if it's an alien, if it's a fucking <laughs> freak of nature. What you saw, but the, the, so I can that, tell you what it wasn't. Okay. It wasn't alcohol or any induced uh, visuals. Right. I'll leave it at that. But you saw. So you saw a person, a human being, a real life human being. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I have others with me. Other people so that were with you, you weren't you weren't high you weren't high on quaaludes. <laughs> no. You weren't doing not mu- my tri- you weren't tripping on mushrooms. Not my scene, no. This is you're a, a a businessman, a family guy. You've got kids. You're nor- you're like as normal as they get. Okay. Yep. And I can vouch for you. That's why when you told me the story, I was like, dude, no kidding. Yeah. And actually, this is um, this is not that uncommon. I and the people that were with me actually looked at me, and we all looked at each other and said, "Did we just see that?" But yeah, it was a metamorphosis of a of a person's face that we saw from about twenty feet away. That to this day we still talk about, sober as you could be, and we laugh about it all the time. And I still think that uh, it was you know it was at from a normal pool sitting outside, and the person was with a group of people in a cabana. We looked in and saw a transformation. There was I was researching this because I thought I was crazy, but a metamorphosis. Of a per- apparently it's something that a lot of people swear by. I'm as as you said is about focused and normal as can be. Unless and if I was in your chair, I'd be like this guy's crazy. But we laugh about it to this day, and so we swear by it. We laugh and, and but, crack up. Okay, so let's get, let's go through the details because again, this is a big <laughs> topic these days too. Is like what else is out there? Are this, we, your audience is going to think I'm the craziest person. Well, they don't need to think. They already they already, they, know, they already right? have a good indication after last podcast. Right? Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> no, uh, all jokes aside, seriously, there's this is obviously a hot topic. Um, have we been in my visited? household? It is. Yes. Have we been visited by other extraterrestrial lives? Do you believe that we out have? there? I think so. I think yeah. that we. I think it's uh, very ignorant and maybe arrogant to think that we're the only group of people and living beings is is on planet Earth. Yeah. Because you know when you grow up, you're taught that there's what nine planets or whatever it is, and now you realize that's so misleading. There's well, there's there's millions and gazillions of light years around. How many planets are there? There's well, in, in in deference to Carl Sagan, which I am not, uh, the you know the the number of, of galaxies and just the the boundlessness of, of space, we'd be foolish to think that we're that unique. In fact, um, we're just another mutation of an ecosystem of, of the planet Earth that's been around for billions of years. So for us to think that this time, this space, 
this species uh, that is human is uh, the only thing that is uh, ever present, yes. I think, is, is a little bit short-sighted, but speaks to the narcissism of humanity, I suppose. Well, yeah, and, and I think a lot of people, um, it scares them to think that there may be something else out there, too. And is there something more sophisticated? Can we be overtaken by a certain group of species? I, I just think people are... are um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's short-sighted, ignorant. Um, so do you believe in area? Do you believe in Area Fifty One? Do you believe in in that? Uh... Well, if you listen to some of these guys that have come out that actually worked for the government in those areas mm -hmm. that were sworn to secrecy, and they've come out and they've said yes. I mean, there we we have worked on extra uh, UFO, whatever you want to call it. We've worked on the spaceships and the the flying saucers. The reason people have seen flying saucers is because apparently that's legit. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Bob something that went on Rogan's podcast. I forget his name. Uh, but oh, I know who you're talking about. You know yeah. what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Swears by it. Yep. Yeah, he was like the main guy and they, they put him on it. And basically, I, I'm going to probably get this pretty... Uh, I'll just give the, 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 run, the general version of it is they were doing work on a flying saucer, for lack of a better term, that came from somewhere. Right. And inside of it was a little person, like you'd see, like like the little <laughs> like alien men in black, head, kind of like thing, the little or... alien head. Yeah, was like the thing that was operating it. Yeah, smaller than you know, because these saucers are only a few feet from the ground, and they, uh, I don't even know how how high they are. Maybe it's a few feet, maybe it's five feet, yeah. but it's in a very tight little space, and just like you see, there's like that one little cockpit for one person, and they're like. They're not yeah. even persons. They're they're something else. So obviously, there's been enough sightings and enough conversation that I don't sound too crazy. Yes. And I, I do think that space is a lot. Since we have a political tilt tonight, space is a lot like Joe Biden. No boundaries. Likes to <laughs> likes to put his hands and you know make sure that your personal space, just like the deep space. Oh, how dare you! Is that a, is that too soon? How dare you? <laughs> believe me, tonight. <laughs> believe me, tonight. Believe me. <laughs> tonight we'll be on both sides of the aisle. We will. Having we will. We fun will. at the expense. We of, will. Uh, at the expense of these two characters. At the two characters. You know the one thing that I I have to say. I was eating a, I had a burger this afternoon, and I I um, this is just totally random, but just speaking of political. Uh, yeah. nonsense I was eating a, a burger this afternoon and went and grabbed one uh, I was doing some errands after voting and uh, put some ketchup on it and I realized and I didn't know this it was I, I only I can only eat Heinz ketchup I don't know if you are out there if you're if you're you're a psychopath if you eat anything other than uh, Heinz ketchup uh, our boy Donald loves Hunt's ketchup so if anybody out there Does likes he? Hunt's ketchup disgusting wow. can't possibly be your friend or be an acquaintance if you do that just like buying the organic 365 stuff, that's nonsense. And I was not a paid sponsor by Heinz. Just want to put that out there before we get get started. You're not you're you're not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan either. I am. I'm not a Steelers fan. So there Steelers you go. Fan, but but again, if you look at uh, tonight, I think we're going to have some fun at the expense of of uh, both sides here. Well, Kentucky's already been called, from what it's showing on the TV. Yeah, Kentucky's already Kentucky's been called, called for for Trump. That's not a shock. Um. Oof, 
Georgia's looking. The, the problem is with some of these. There's only three percent. That's the thing. Yeah. Some of these states are so premature right now, where it shows Trump's up sixty to thirty, and then vice versa, it shows Biden's up sixty to thirty. So th- these will these will inevitably, right, Ara? I mean, based just upon stats, these yes. are gonna these are gonna come in they somewhere have, to closer they, to. They the will middle. obviously, yeah. When the precincts get get counted and they, uh, uh, as the as the uh, vote count moves up. They'll, uh, they'll obviously come tighter. And so right now, it's just so early. And, it is. Uh, it's, too, it's too early. That's why we're starting off with, with crazy other shit like, yeah. like aliens. Like aliens and uh, ketchup. So, so let's, you're at the pool, and you guys are looking into this cabana, and and you see this female, right? And yep. she looks like just a normal human being. Normal, yep. Okay. and But what what's making you guys fixate on this person? Oh, I, I think, it, so there was myself and, and two other people, and... We were sitting in the pool, just kind of doing whatever, and sunny day. Look into the cabana. There's a group of people, and we see the 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 woman was just kind of the curtain was kind of partially closed. She was probably in her 30s, maybe late 30s, mid 30s, and dark hair, tan. And we looked, had one set of features. She turned her head, came back, a diff, completely different set of features, and not enough time to pull a mask off or do anything that was, you know. Let me stop you right here, yep. okay? We have to really dissect this. Oh, this is, this is yeah. You <laughs> might have to dissect my uh, psychosis yes. before you. She turns her head. Mm-hmm. She looks back. Notices you, we are looking. Notices you guys are looking, but she when she comes back to the same position she started in, her yep. face has now changed. Yes. It changed in terms of what? She, like, did it look like she just had makeup on all of a sudden? No, it was deeper fa- uh, face lines, eyebrow lines, uh, shape of her eye, uh, her her facial expression. Like a transformer figure. Like it almost, almost a metamorphosis of a face. In that moment, are you going like rubbing? You're like, what did I? It, your, I, your brain's I, fucking it happened with so quick. We looked, and I said, okay, something. I just caught a light or something. And then the people that were with me said, oh my god, did you just see that? Because we were all happened to be looking in that direction. And from that point forward, we were the crazy people because we were like, we can't, can't say that, you know. Um, but it was true, and legitimately true. And uh, it, it, it ha- and again, it was not something where it was like a makeup taken off or a mask taken off or any sort of, you know, uh, uh, change in that regard. So, um, yeah, and I swear by it. Uh, it, what were you thinking when you saw, like, as the because then well, you, I didn't, the next I didn't, hour you guys have to be like, what the? Well, fuck they was they that? immediately shut the. It was funny they shut the cabana curtain after that, and a couple people were in there. Then they came back out, but that woman was not seen. I mean, I didn't see her again. Uh, there were probably like six or seven people in it, and it's gone. And um, maybe it, she came out as a man. I, maybe, maybe one of the men that maybe walked something out was that, her. Yeah, that could be as simple as that. Uh, but but I. I, I say as, as sure as I'm sitting here, that was absolutely a transformation, a metamorphosis of some type that maybe can be explained, probably can be explained, right? The human mind is not, you know, you don't get tricked. But myself and the two other people, we saw it, witnessed it, and we're like, oh my God, did, did you just see the, the shift in the facial lines and the bone structure? It was bone Within structure. seconds. Seconds. Not even seconds. Half second. Yeah. Very interesting. Dude, that's yeah. very hard. So, so if uh, this doesn't weird out your audience... You know, Stupid. I don't know. Gonna, well. but, have, but watch more, out! We're gonna have more subscribers. What are you talking about? Yeah, maybe I might. I might be. Uh, what is it? Art Bell. Um, people are gonna be one east of the Rockies. People are gonna be calling the... you in for. for I might podcast be too interviews. old for that. Yeah, right. People are gonna be calling you in to say, "Tell us more." Yeah. When uh, that day at the pool, I mean, what are you thinking to yourself when, after you see after you witness something like that? What are you thinking? Because you have to, you can't just forget about it. It's not like you. You might be having the best oh, time, I, um, but you you just saw something that was like. 
out of this world. I actually forgot about it. Honestly, I, I stopped thinking about it. Um, the people I were with were like harping on it. That had to be something. What it was that? Blah, 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 blah. I just sort of, my rational thinking, my head is always like, there's an explanation, right? And so I just kind of went with it and said, okay, it's got to be a reason. There's always a reason. There's always something. I'm a science-based guy. It's, there's some element of, of uh, explanation. And so I didn't think much of it, but it kept coming back, coming back. And really, it was kind of funny. It was only because um, I was heading back out to Arizona recently and it got me thinking about it which is why i i brought it up to you when we were out there we're, yeah. yeah so yeah yep yeah so that's crazy so that's crazy that's yep. absolutely insane yep my god um so what's your take do you believe that there's something else out there after seeing that i don't know i i don't have a take anymore on it i think i i, I probably need to do a little more digging and research to see if anybody else has had this kind of experience right, but right, 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 right. anyway i'll let you know i'll, I'll we'll, we'll do podcast in the future i'm going to come back and uh Dude, give a little is, more that's fascinating yeah that's fascinating I, I i truly believe that there has to be something else there has to be yeah, something well, else I, I, I would believe there's that. millions and hundreds of millions of light years so um how old uh how, how old is the earth do you know look it up google it i think it's four billion four billion years i think so right okay Four billion. Four point five billion years. Good billion guess. with a B. Four point five billion. I'll tell you what, folks. This guy is no bullshit, uh, and let me tell you why. Not only because he just said four billion, it was four point five. This guy, I said to him, "Do you?" There, a couple weeks ago, Chase Claypool, the rookie from the Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, that's Steelers. right. Yeah, we're talking NFL now, right? Yeah. From the Pittsburgh Steelers, you yeah. know your shit. Mm -hmm. Rookie from the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, scored four touchdowns in a game. And uh, I got to thinking, I go, I wonder who scored the, like, what's the all-time record? What is it, four, five? Probably right in somewhere in that range. And uh, I Googled it, and I found out that it was six, correct? Or correct. Was it, five? it was six, six yep. by Gale Sayers, the running back. Right. It was Gale Sayers, Gale correct? Sayers, yeah. Right. yeah. Chicago Bears. Bears. So I Googled it. And then, and then Ara and I were talking later that day, I go, can you believe that Chase Claypool scored four touchdowns. I go, do you know who happens to hold the single-game record and, and and who it was? How many touchdowns and who the person? He goes, Gale Sayers with six. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. So that that gives people a little bit of better understanding. Yeah. Gale and I Sayers, think, look, if six, you want to buy me a four beer. Four billion yep. uh, years old, yes. So if you want to buy me a beer and get the full-color story of the Arizona pool incident, you can... We can we can make that happen. I'll, yes, uh, I'll give you the. the I mean, and I'm going to come back to it. I promise. I will come back. Come I'm gonna back do, to we'll it. Do a little come more back. research. Come back. Come back. I got. I, I feel. Obligated. I feel like you're a little uncomfortable talking about. It. You don't want people to think you're a loony. Well, people I know understand. I'm a loony. Yeah, no, that, that that's a foregone conclusion. <laughs> Anybody that knows Gale Sayers had six touchdowns. Is, is that's already, right. Yeah, somebody's got a problem. Um, yeah. But uh, but but I want to come back for a moment. Yes, on, please. Um, on on the Earth, four point five billion. So um, one of the things, and and I share this with a few people. One of the things that I had said a few minutes ago around us as a species, you know, we think about Earth and we think about um, you know, the, the, the strength of the planet and its ability to withstand major, major years of, of bombardment with the things that you've heard from comedians and, and the like who have talked about and, and scientists who have talked about, 
you know, solar flares and, and floods and hurricanes and, you know, reversal of the poles and all this stuff, right? And, and we as a society in this election are truly choosing a candidate in many cases that people are taking the position of save the planet, the clock's ticking, it's, it's a countdown to doomsday, we've got to get it right, mm-hmm. the, you know, the climates are changing. And I have always struggled. I'm not smart enough. It's above my pay grade um, to really, I, I have to believe that there's, you know, some factual science, but I also have to believe that with 4.5 billion, billion years, that for us to believe that we're actually, you know, more than just a, a small speck on the, you know, the, the influence of the ecosystem, I struggle with that. So that's why I, I sit here and I say, boy, 4.5 billion years, and, and we're saying that this election is going to come down to say, saving the planet. Right. Whoever we pick tonight. Humanity. Not, humanity yeah, is it, you're right. the, Humanity's the, the at stake. Hellfire and, you know, humanity's, humanity's at, at stake. stake. And I just, I, I can't get past the, I'm, I'm too myopic to even get myself around the, 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 the breadth and the scale of that statement. I just don't know if I can possibly subscribe to that thinking, even though I do believe that, you know, there's there's a lot of things we have an obligation to do. But nevertheless, 4.5 billion years. It, it, but that's, see, we, we can go down. And we, I only bring that up because we're talking the, the election. Because, no, this is, this is yeah. but, the, but then when you think about our meaningless beings that we are, when you think of it in that term, first of all, when you think about just the world in general, there's 7, 8 billion, uh, uh, billion people on this planet Earth, right? And you worry about like one or two people in your little bubble, on your little street, in your little cozy cul-de-sac. Yep. We worry about like these two or three things in our life or people or a, a small group of five. Maybe, maybe it's a coworker, Maybe it's a friend, a family member. We worry about it. But when you look at us on this grandiose planetary scale, like when you travel the world and you go to a different country and you're across the other side of the world, you don't even know what's going on back at home. And you already feel disconnected and you feel different. But when you think about it from like a very high level, like the 60,000 foot level, looking down on planet Earth at all these moving parts. Yep. I mean, all just everything. Just every, I mean, sure. we are so minuscule and meaningless in terms of the bigger picture. Okay. Now, we all, we all are a tiny piece to, to a puzzle. But my question for you, this is a tough question. Is if we're so tiny and so meaningless, yep, and, and we may this planet may be here for another billion years or billions of years when there's and, and maybe there's going to still be human life in in hundreds of millions of years from now. Maybe, maybe, yeah. We are so. I mean, people don't even know that we were ever even here. We're so far. Rem- you're, you're so far. Rem- like that's not. It means nothing. So my question is: is like. What is the purpose of this whole thing? Wow. <laughs> Gosh, how long did it take? About 17 minutes and we're already getting into the meaning of life. My goodness. Wow. Um, when you think about it, right? Well, you... It, you, you know, you, you're making um, very strong points. I would just say that, um, you know, uh, I don't think we'll ever know. And I think that the rise towards artificial intelligence and a higher calling and a higher uh, higher wisdom is, is always the next you know century away and so hopefully if things are done right we'll have many uh, we won't be here but we'll have many centuries of 
uh, and generations of, of humans and humanity and but yeah. I, but but uh, you understand but, what I'm but, saying? But yeah, but, but you're when asking you, me when you break it down like th when you think about okay, but then what's their what's this what's game? The what's this game? What is this thing? What's this thing? And I mean, this is not something you can answer in two minutes I, or, I or two hours I, yeah. even. I don't think I could. Nobody if I wanted could. To. I mean, this is yeah. something that takes years to decide. I mean, nobody will ever know. Well, here, here's something that's really interesting, and, and I like to think of it this way too, which is, you know, again, I keep coming back to the age of, of Earth. Our country, right, is under 300 years old. Our right. country. That's true. That's true. Okay. Now, which is obscene. I mean, now, you remember. 10, 15, tw you remember 20 years ago when 2000, the turn of the... Okay. The Y2K. Yeah. yeah. 20 years ago. Where, again, they thought the world was changing, it was going to explode. Right. Okay. So so you remember that. I mean, we all remember 9-11, 2001, right? We all kind of remember 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. Give or take, that's like 1 14th of the age of the country. It's only a few generations when you think about it. Yeah. It's like so, six, seven generations. So the idea, that, I mean, again, bringing it back to this sort of domestic, way smaller, way more granular than the higher calling you're talking about. Yeah. But if you think about us being around, if we remember our, again, for those of us that are, you know, 30, 40, 50, whatever, you know, you've been around one, what, 18% of the time of this this country has been around. Well, that, since this country has been considered a... a, a a, a foundation, territory yeah. of Correct. states. I mean, the land has been here for. Yeah, I'm not talking about the land. Right. I'm talking Just about the institution. Know, the institution of, of this of a, of, thing. Of, yes. Amer United States. I think they said the first election was 1778, somewhere in that range. I was reading today. Okay. So they've been doing this thing every four years since 1778. Right. And, and now maybe it was with 13 colonies. It wasn't 50 states right away naturally. Right. But my point is that, mm -hmm. and you're right. My point is is that this is a baby. It is. And so when people look at China and they look at the dynasties and the thousands of years, you know, and you, you go back all into history. And that's why when people talk about like the competitiveness between the United States and China and, and you could talk about Russia and, and, and other countries that have influence in the world. But China is by far when when you talk about trade wars or you talk about, um, uh, you know, wars related to um, uh not even wars, but just the ancestry and depth and power. I mean, we're a culmination of a lot of different backgrounds and heritages that have come to the United States and generationally have, have built families and intermixed and grown interfaith, whatever it might be. When you think about the Chinese dynasties and, and the evolution and how powerful they are, they, they will wait around forever to win. They don't, they don't need to win in 2021 in the trade war because you know we're we're getting into tariffs and 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 the normalization of the dollar, these guys wait around thousands of years and and then win, and and it's so interesting. You know, Communism yeah. aside, right? Yeah. Forget about your politics and your. It, but what I'm saying is that right now, I think for us to think that our country as it stands is always just hey, you know, it is our country. It's going to be this way forever. It's always going to have the land of opportunity it's always going to be industrialized it's always going to be the leader in technology while we have the resources and the brain power and we are a global war global economy i think a lot of people lose sight of the fact that you have to make your future you have to create the future going forward in this country and that is in my opinion based on the the backs and the independence and the spirit of the american people and and not necessarily the the belief of a you know of an almighty 
powerful force that that creates those opportunities. So we just have a lot to think about as we talk about the future. Not, never mind what happens in a thousand years. We have to think about the next fifty because, again, being so young and an infant company, uh, country, uh, to me, it's just it, it's it's critical that we we start oh, to think point. about that. Didn't China win this year? They always win. Didn't they win this year with yeah. COVID? They they <laughs> they've been waiting. They wait. They wait. They take the take their spot. They do. They they do. They wait perfectly. Oh, it's twenty twenty. It's an election year. We're gonna and now obviously it, it, it's not United States. This was a global pandemic. It's not yeah. just the United States that's been affected. Hardly. Yeah. You know what's so but funny? It's I mean, just, we are always the super. We are still the superpower throughout the world, yeah. whether people want to like that or not. I, we I are. Never, we are a superpower, um, and and we always. You know, I shouldn't say always, but we. Again, we should always strive to should. be that superpower. Yeah. Yeah. You know who's the most upset about COVID, right? William Jefferson Clinton. Uh, he's Hillary's home all day now. He's just like, oh, thanks, gosh, COVID. Jeez, you know. It's a- actually, <laughs> but, 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 but we'll go there another time. We'll, <laughs> no, we'll come. No, 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 we'll come back. I, I, actually, he's coming on later. I oh, think. is he? Yeah, is he's, he com- he's actually supposed to be here. Oh, wow, he's, supposed I, to he's be in Cleveland. Huh? He's supposed to be here to join us for an oh, election special. Look at that. People he's... might people might hear from him before that'd we're be, done with this podcast. An interesting. Interesting to talk about. We're drinking Great Lakes Christmas Ale in case anyone wants to join us. Yeah, please. This is obviously not live, but if you listen to this uh, on a a way home, you're kicking your shoes up, you're having a little happy hour, maybe you're having some dinner, maybe you're you're, having a lunch and breakfast. You can always join us. Yeah, maybe it's third shift here. Third shift, you're working, you're, you're listening. Join us for a beer, folks. That's right. Well, if you're on third shift, do not drink a beer. I, I would no, encourage don't, don't you not drink, to do that. Don't drink when you're at work and don't drink when you're driving. But Or don't drink and then drive, of course. But if you're some, <laughs> Don't drink when you're driving. Yeah, don't, definitely don't, don't, do that, don't do that. Unless you're drinking something that's non-alcoholic. But, um, yeah, right. man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think that I agree with you. When you look at this whole thing, it's real. I mean, we can go. We went to the nth, we went nth, all over. nth, nth, yeah. nth degree. But... Uh, it makes you think. Yeah, is this is this that important? Yeah, it is for us. This election is important. Still, mm-hmm. it's not going to blow up the world. It's not going to change humanity. It's not. To your point, people are acting like this is it. Almost right. like Y two K all over again. Right. If this happens, the world's going to melt. If this happens, uh, everything's going to shit. You know. Yep. It's not. I promise you. Uh, one person I still don't believe has that much power. The United States president, while he is the most powerful person in the world, yeah. There's still so many checks and balances, and that's why the forefathers and the people that created our country, they knew exactly what they were. They knew exactly what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, By the way, can I just tell you, China is four thousand years old. Just in case anybody out there was wondering. <clears throat> Bear with me a sec. Yeah, I think we were having a little technical difficulty there. Well, that's all right. That's okay. That's uh, it's a busy night. We're, it is. I think is. the uh, we're getting hacked. Actually, I think we might be. They they probably the don't. Russian want us. hackers are are they do not want this podcast to go on given the. But I was what I, I don't know if you caught this, but I was saying that just to put a bow on uh, China. Yes. Four th- four thousand years old. Yes. Four thousand. So that's crazy. And how many people? Because you're right. They don't. They'll just keep. They'll keep procreating and procreating and procreating. They want to be the the biggest superpower of all time. Well, yeah, I mean, the, and and again, they will. Uh, they have resources and 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 they have that you know that thinking. One point four billion people. One point four billion. Yeah. So, 
20% of the population, more than that. That's incredible. Yeah. So when you think about that, $1.4 billion, that's, what is that, four times the size of the United States? That's a lot of people. (laughs) That's crazy. That's a lot of people. Four times as many people. Yep. Yep. Mm. But yes, this is, this is, this is um, a historic moment for the country. It probably always is every time we get to an election. Yep. There's always craziness. Now with the social media, with the internet, oh with the, the all these forms of media, everyone's got access, everyone's got an opinion. Oh, everyone's got an opinion. <sighs> you know the one thing, I got to tell you, I, I haven't been on, I'm not, I'm not a huge social media guy in the sense of like, um, you know, uh, Facebook and right. occasionally Instagram and, and um, Twitter and others, but... I uh, I always say if if it's not um, if you don't get a selfie from a um, typically a young woman right selfie with the voting sticker yes it's like a tree falling in the woods did it did it really fall it, it, you didn't vote yeah did, didn't you know the vote doesn't count yeah the, <laughs> well anyway yeah so a lot of the uh, the selfies today I voted thank you for doing your civic uh, duty and letting us yes. know that. Yes. You did it. Um, we're Listen, proud this of you. to me is the most important election of my lifetime. Yeah, bar none. I mean, this is by far the most important. And again, no, it's not going to change humanity. But yes, I do believe that it does have an impact on uh, us in in a more short sure. short term sense. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people like you and I, and again, it's, maybe it's passe to say this, but I think there's a lot of people that recognize that look, there are ideas on both sides of the aisle here that are relevant. And uh, the polarized far right, far left, I think we sort of understand that anybody that's that staunch in a position probably isn't thinking as clearly as they might. I mean, and I'm not saying that it's it's right or wrong to be opinionated. What I'm saying is when you believe everything is check, 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 my candidate's position, my party's position, check, 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 no, it's my party's position. I don't think you're thinking and you're very cerebral because this is a multi-textural type of thing. You've got to be thinking about things from different angles and different perspectives and I think that's part of the challenge with where we're heading as a country and I think we all know that stating the obvious duh but people are so entrenched in their camp and and they it, it's almost funny because my um uh my my, my 12 year old son we're driving around and and he just, <laughs> he just says like hey why do people put yard signs out right I mean okay they're telling you who they're gonna vote for but if I'm driving around it's not like I'm going hey you know what Phil's got the Trump sign out. I'm gonna. That's who I need to vote for. Yeah. You know? I've always no. wondered the same exact well, thing. Well, I mean, he, I get it. You're proud. You want to show your. I got a guy in my uh, part of the uh, part of the country, part of the uh, city. He's got a giant uh, cardboard cutout of the candidate, one of the candidates in his front yard. I mean, a cardboard cutout, Nate. It's probably about 14 feet tall. Wow. And it's got flags and lighting on it. And oh, it's got it, flags. It's got. So it's got to be Trump. Well, <laughs> it's got China, it's got China Ameri- flags. It's got China an American flag. flag. It's yeah. got to be Trump, yeah, man. So I, he's. So I, the, I find that shocking. You, the, 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 no offense. Yes, there's no Democrats offense. are not waving American flags these days. No, there's not a lot. I will give you that. I mean, I'm sure there's a few, but there's not a ton. Yeah, you don't see that. That's true. Which I'm, is very peculiar. Gen- that's it. So this sign has got lighting. It's got you know you you nailed it. It's got. It, it, it actually has signs. If you would have said it's got masks, I would have told you who it was, man. <laughs> I, I just I just find it... Fa- and listen, I agree with you 100%. If you're going to just go uh, one side R, one side D, 
or what you want to consider yourself a conservative, a liberal, whatever, and that's the only thing that matters to you, and you're just like, nope, this person's right about everything, yep. and this person's wrong about everything. You're not being a, a thoughtful, uh, productive member of this society. No, you're not. You're really not. Well, you know what's funny? So you, I, and I, I am ashamed, I'm going to say this, I didn't get a chance to listen to it all. But a couple weeks ago, you had two folks here, mm -hmm. and you orchestrated a, an awesome podcast, uh, which just really was two people's positions from opposite sides. Yes. Did you learn anything from that? I mean, did you get? Did you come away, or did you feel like, hey, folks were just more or less stating their position and driving it? You know. Well, obviously, these two were going to state their positions because you couldn't convince Ashley that you, you couldn't convince Ashley that Trump has done anything good in his life. And you couldn't convince Tom that probably Biden hasn't done anything good. Well, the problem that I, I, I the podcast to me was great. What I took away from it that was somewhat frustrating or concerning to me was, if I'm just being candid, sure. Ashley, very well spoken and articulate, um, I didn't get anything from her that. She couldn't get. She didn't articulate anything that Biden has done in terms of policy. Mm. She talked a lot about Trump's demeanor, Trump's personality, Trump's meanness, Trump's this. He's not qualified to to, to lead um, the highest office with this type of approach. Those kind of things. When it was like the personality, I didn't get anything. I don't believe she was able to present any arguments on things that Biden has done really well for this country over the last four decades. Right. And, um, and uh, you know, on Tom's, on the flip side, I, I do believe Tom was able to articulate a few different points and some highlights from Trump's term that look good. Um, so the biggest thing for me that I took away from it was uh, truly when you have someone that's a far right and a far left, and maybe far is the wrong word, but someone that's on the right and someone that's on the left. You have two fundamentally different ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's what this whole thing is about. It's just, it's just, it's like you, if you're that guy in the red chair, you don't know how this woman is, is thinking and you can't believe that she's even, it's, it's mind blowing to you that this is how she thinks. And then vice versa, if you're her in the white chair and you're going, I can't believe this guy truly thinks this way. And what you have are, are just two fundamentally competing foundational views of life. It's Correct. not just one issue. Right. It's just looking at life in such a different lens and different perspective yep. that you can't relate. Yeah. You can't relate. So did you feel like that was worth, I mean, did it just create the mucking up of, of what we all believe and all know? Or did you feel like there were any breakthroughs? No, I, I don't think that they were going to. I, I just wanted to hear some different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't think there Listen. No breakthroughs. I don't think there was anything earth-shattering. I think it was just neat to see two differing sets of people having a civil, spirited at times, but civil conversation, civil dialogue, somewhat of a debate kind of thing. And uh, just trying to see what makes them tick. You've got one person wearing a mask, one person not. You've got... Somebody that doesn't like the president because of his demeanor and him going, yeah, I agree with you. I don't like all the things he does, but but here's the policies that I like that he's doing. Right. Um, were there was there a breakthrough? No. Is that gonna is that podcast gonna change anybody's opinion no, right? on who to vote for? Most likely not. 
I think most people are probably like, hey, this was thought-provoking. This was entertaining. Worth. It was educational just to hear two differing views. And I think if people think about it the way I do, they realize these are just people coming from two fundamentally different places. And they're... And that's it, man. And and that's what we have here in this country yeah, right now, on. right here yep. tonight. Yep. So, uh, and I agree. I think that's well, well stated. I mean, I think the uh, opinions are going to be entrenched and... Hopefully yeah. you get a nugget out of, of people yeah. know, coming together. Um, Vermont to to Biden, shocker. Uh, what? Bernie's home Ooh, state. Biden up uh, sixty five to thirty in our beautiful state of Ohio. Yeah, only eight percent in. That's, that's early. weird. Oof. The probability of uh, Florida and Georgia looking uh, to go Trump's way, and in terms of based on early voting, uh, not so much uh, from a uh, uh, the the percentage right now, but the likelihood based on the precincts that have come in. They're saying what Florida is likely Both to go. Both Florida and Georgia are tilting. Uh, Florida Georgia line are tilting towards tilting towards uh, Trump. Really? Yeah. Now that is again, uh, you could see right now based on Trump in at forty eight per fifty to forty eight. Uh, Biden's up in Florida. Yeah, right now, but seventy seven percent in. But what counties? No, 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 counted? not seventy seven percent in. It's that. Uh, I thought I saw only uh, a small percentage in in Florida. Yeah, Florida is only. I thought I saw. It. I mean, 77 sounds high, but that's what it said. And we'll see that again. Let's I think. take a look when it comes back. But that's interesting if it is. Yep. It always comes down to the certain counties, though, correct? Yeah, it does. Like the Broward counties. Correct. Because they're the always the later counties, and you know where yeah. the wealthy and the affluent are that it's right. going to typically... And, and the Latino vote this year is looking more... It's he's, You know, Trump might not win the Latino vote, right? but he's probably going to win more Latino votes than he did four years ago. You know, I, that, that'd be... An, I mean, there's... From what I've seen. What a lot of people don't understand, and um, I was listening to... Uh, uh, do you know who John Leguizamo is? He's an actor. Yeah. Great actor. Mm -hmm. um, far left, very liberal, but he is actually... Um, uh, you know, very, very much a uh, you know a proponent of uh, you know just uh, speaking on the causes, representing the community, uh, the Latino community, and he is big on you know how that block of voters gets represented because a lot of times their interests are not always represented. I mean, you hear about things, of course, in the Southwest of the United States, but generally speaking. Uh, they're a bigger voting, but they're they're going to be one of the biggest, second largest voting block in the United States. Florida, seventy eight percent. There it is. Yep, that's a big number. Yep, Biden's up by about a one and a half percent. It's seven forty seven p.m. Eastern time on this beautiful November third, and Biden's up by a half one and a half percent in Florida with seventy eight percent of the votes in. That's a big win if Biden pulls off Florida. Yep, we'll that, see. That that may dictate the rest of the night. Kentucky has, of course, been given to Trump. We know that. Trump is going to win Kentucky like a Republican, I believe, always does. Trump is up in in North Carolina, but it's not even fair because it's less than 1% of the mm -hmm. votes have been, been in. We're just giving you guys some updates here while we watch this Ohio presidential race. Too early to call. Uh, let's see what else we got. Ohio, you get 18 electoral votes. Biden's up 2 to 1 right now. Right. 13% reporting, and again, it's all about counties in Ohio. Same thing in Florida. Yep. Uh, South Carolina, Trump's going to win South Carolina, even though with 2% in only, they're not going to call it yet, but he's already up 2-1. to one. Uh, Vermont, of course, Biden takes Vermont. It's already been decided, three electoral votes, 6% reporting. This is just fascinating. Virginia, look at this. Look at this. They're going to give it to Biden, even though he's down. 
How do they know that? Oh uh, yeah. I always yeah. find that I always find that fascinating. Biden's and then same thing. West Virginia, they give it to Trump. He's down fifty three to forty four. Yeah. And they've already given it to Trump. How do they know this? Yeah, I I don't know, but um, but I got to tell you, you, you know, did you heard about the um, that British gambler that bet five million on Trump? No. Yeah, I was reading about this today, uh, and maybe your audience will know this. There's a British, uh, he's a banker, okay, and uh, he's, he's a gambler, which I guess you could argue. That. The fact <laughs> that he's throwing down five million on the presidential yeah, well, it's a, uh, race. It's a synonym, uh, the banker and, and gambler. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, so it's just, here, I just pulled a British gambler. <laughs> <It's> a, <synonym. laughs> uh, a British gambler has reportedly staked five million on President Trump winning a wager believed to be the largest ever political bet. Now, uh, five, The I mean, that's pretty uh, pr- pretty powerful. It's it's um, uh, the Caribbean island of Curacao for the bet, uh, meaning he could get a fifteen million payout. And that seems that doesn't seem like a very good return. Um, well, he gets a three to one payout. I don't know. That, uh, Is that what it said? I feel like I would need a little bit more juice than uh, than that. Well, the thing is, is if you're betting five. Ten, I mean, look, don't ten, get me wrong. Ten, that's ten, that's well, great. Well, ten, is still, ten still... is still life-changing money. Not not when you're betting five, though. Obviously, ten doesn't change your life. You that's have enough point. money, right? Yeah. yeah. Five, five to get 15 when you have that much, it seems a little bit... You know why? You want to be a flamboyant guy, braggadocious. Well, he's like, already got want... his press. I'm sure he's paid, bought and paid for that five that's million. What, there you go. Yep. The guy's doing it all for the pub. Yep. Yep. Smart move. He got it. Look, he got us talking about it. Of course. Now that's interesting. Trump has has narrowed the gap forty nine point nine to forty nine point two in Florida. Did you see that? 80 percent yeah. reporting. It's a point seven percent difference. In Georgia, it, he's back out on top in Georgia with six percent. Which is big. Yep. Which is big. That Georgia's that's a, a, a is that is Georgia kind of a swing state these days? I don't know. Uh, I I don't recall. I know. I mean, the ones I know of are well, obviously tonight. We know Pennsylvania is going to be yeah North Carolina yeah Pennsylvania Florida yeah uh-huh. Pennsylvania Michigan Wisconsin potentially yeah. Um, the nice thing is all these states are on this side of the country. They're either Eastern or, or Central time yep, zone. True. True. Um, I was talking to a. Um, a friend of mine today who lives out in California, and and uh, he said, "Yeah, I sit, stood in line and you know placed my vote." And, and and look, he did his civic duty, but I just had to laugh. I said, "You know, that's like kind of, yeah, you, know, you kind of know where that state's going to go. Right. So if you're if you're with the GOP, you're really just kind of pissing in the wind with your vote." Yeah. But again, but you're still doing your you're doing your duty. Doing you get your, your badge. You can take your selfie, and you can post it. And, where do uh, you predict California is going to come in tonight? And I'm not saying you're going to predict that it's going to be a red state, obviously. No way, right? Right. I mean, if it does, then 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 we have a fundamental shift. If New York shift. and California ever yeah. turn red. If we have a fundamental shift in this it's country. It's going to be because of fires. Yeah. Looting and riots. It's not going to be because there's of There's a better policy. chance that there's never a forest fire in California again than it be, being a red state tonight. How about that? I mean, just, just do it. Well, finish your question. I, so. I'm just curious because, listen, the, the governor of, of California, Newsom, and mm-hmm. again, this is this part is not political. Let's put it out there. People already know. We, they're listening to this for 45 minutes. They know. We vote. We, we both vote for, for Trump. Mm-hmm. Okay? We think that Trump is the best suited for us for the future. Not necessarily because of an R or a D. I, I'll vote Democrat. I'll vote Independent. Right. We're voting for somebody because of who we believe is best suited to lead us based upon 
history and, and, and potential policies and going forward. Just track Correct. record, track mm -hmm. record. So you've got this character in, in California, Newsom, the governor, who's a Democratic governor, who has shut down the state, who has put mandate after mandate after mandate. The, the Supreme Court in California just slapped him with something because they, they said he overstepped his bounds. He's telling people at Thanksgiving they can't congregate with more than three families in their home for Thanksgiving. And, and it has to be outside. They have to wear masks. And they can't be together for more than two hours. Right. Singing and chanting are strongly discouraged. This right. is part of the recommendations from the from the state of California. Yeah. Uh -huh. So this guy has has driven a lot of people out of his own state. He's shut down the state. Yeah. Restaurants, bars, comedy show uh, places, all the hospitality, hotels. It's all it's all basically. But there's an exodus time. out of California to begin with. Yes. It's it's taxed, and it's chat. I mean, if you look at that state, and again, you know. It's the most, arguably, and I would say, probably the most beautiful state in the union, period, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's California. It, there's a reason why people want to live there. Yeah, North the or South. state, yeah. But or so the, uh... many, and just in, in what I've seen, so and, and I spend, as you know, I spend a lot of time in, in Nashville and, and for work and so forth. There is such an exodus, mass exodus, of West Coasters moving east. I don't think it's all COVID-related, although I think some of it is. Um, some of it is because you know you don't have to live, especially if you're in the tech industry, and 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 you know you don't have to be on these big campuses. People are going back to their home states to work, and they can still stay with their company, but be able to work wherever they're from. Mm -hmm. Or from Dubuque, Iowa. Not that you want to live there over the Bay Area, but cost of living, uh, you know. But but your point's valid. I mean, the the policy doesn't help the cause. Correct. High tax, high restriction. High regulation, um, not a very good strategy uh, as it relates to uh, well, the environment right now in terms of the way that, uh, you know, with rolling forest fires and problems. What do we have here? Breaking news? Florida, it's a 0.6% difference. 80% of the votes have been returned in Florida. Yep. There we go. So Trump battlegrounds. Up, uh, Georgia. Yep. So PA is going to be our name. Say yeah, that's gonna, gonna be the that's gonna be the deciding state tonight. Uh, but so back to my question to you: What, what do you think is gonna? I'm just curious. What's your prediction? California? It's obviously way too early right now. It's 8 p.m. Eastern. The polls still are open there for probably 65 percent of the vote is it's gonna go around there. So you think two to one still blue? Oh yeah, easily. Well, yeah, approximately yeah, two to 66 percent of the vote. Yeah, yeah, 65, 60. If I had to guess. Wow. Okay. I, I think it might actually be closer than that now. I don't think the state's turning red by any means. Don't get me wrong. I actually, I mean, that's like an absurd thing to even think. But I do believe that. Uh, you think there's a, a, a change? I believe in... there's a chance that that California might see like a fifty-nine to forty-one, something like that kind of thing. Hmm? Fifty-seven to forty-three. It, it, it may be a lot closer than it used to. And I'm only going based upon the fact that they've the guys. That government in the state of California has completely ruined everybody's Gavin, lives. Yeah, yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. Then again, if you ask somebody that's a republic, uh, a Democrat, who strongly believes in this the corona and, and social distancing and staying home and staying hunkered down, they think I'm crazy. Mm -hmm. They think that this is great. He's trying to save all of our lives. Well, you know, so, you, you are a super spreader, Nate. I mean, exactly. Let's, we know that about you. That's why you're yeah. so far away. Yeah, that's right. Look, at I'm just for the audience sake. I am wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, you're wearing. A, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
My mask metamorphoses itself into changes into uh, different masks. <laughs> as, uh, yeah. That's going to be the key word of today's key, key, uh, key, to key the, today's conversation: metamorphosis. Look at there is the mastermind of the uh, two thousand. Was it two thousand and four? Maybe two, what was it? Uh, Carl Rove, the guy's still a pundit. Didn't he like call the? Uh, he he, he was, was a Bush something, wasn't he? Uh, he was part of the Bush era. Yeah, yeah, he was. Well, yeah, he he was the mastermind uh, behind the. Uh, uh, the Bush uh, presidency. That's what and, I thought. And, yeah, yeah, against uh, uh, against Gore. This is concerning to me. Ohio is at sixty-one percent for Biden, with twenty-two percent. Oh, reporting. that's just, that's the precincts that are coming in. You still, it could be. Yeah, of course, it could be. Yeah, uh, Cleveland, Northeast. Let's hope it's Northeast Ohio because there's a lot of those. Well, it's a blue people. area. It's a lot blue. Yeah. Usually blue. I think last time Trump might have taken it though. Oh, I don't think he's ever taken North. I don't think that would ever. Cleveland's never no, been. No, uh, you've got your pockets of you know more rural. rural more rural is, yeah. is is red, and more in the in the cities or urban areas, you're going to have uh, more blue. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's uh, it's 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 interesting to see these early uh, results. I mean, m the most precincts don't have more than you know fifteen or twenty percent of the vote counted, so it's so early. There's more polls closing in three minutes, 8 p.m. Eastern time. So Florida hasn't even closed yet. Mm -mm. A bunch of states. Um, it's this this whole f system is fascinating to me. Some states really it doesn't matter. Let's be honest. If you have three <laughs> electoral votes, yeah, just just don't even bother. You right? know, yeah. it's just look at you. Go big or go home. Huh? There's some just... states that it just it just feels like it's not much. Yeah. It is not much. I mean. When you have three electoral votes and another state has 50, you feel somewhat insignificant, right? I mean, it's like, where where are my three going to go? Yeah, yeah, well. Ohio, oh, look at you, right, that just jumped down quite a bit. Ohio is now 59 to 39. Biden. Ohio is going to be another big one. Uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio are going to probably decide this election. Yeah. Well, no president has ever been elected without carrying Ohio. That's wild. That's wild. That is such a wild stat. Yep. That is true. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's amazing. You know, again, uh, that's that's uh, more of that. Uh, that's what I mean. You're a very valid source of. I am the the Wikipedia of knowledge over here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what kind of guy can pull out that you know Trump like hunt like? Uh, what do you think Hillary's doing tonight, right now, right as we speak? You think? Uh, what do you think she's doing? Well, I, I hope uh, I hope she's uh, you know reminiscing about days gone by. I saw her and Bill voted this morning. Um, they were um, they were coming out of their pre their their voting uh, uh, election hall and and uh, holding hands and waving to the audience. And you know, Bill was uh, Bill look he doesn't look good these days. No, he doesn't. No. He's coming. He's coming. He's going to be here. He's, right he's walking in very shortly. Yeah, he is. He's going to be here. He's actually. Is he? He's uh, wait. Wait a second. Wait. He, Holy shit, dude! I think this is actually. I think this. But, oh, is it, this. Look at Mr. Clinton, President Clinton. Hi. How are you, sir? Nate, how are you? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Is this Ara? Ara, hi. This is Ara Arslanian. Hi, Ara. How are you? Nice to see you. Well, uh, Mr. President, well, please sit down. Can I please sit, sit over? Down. Can please, I? Yeah. All please right. sit down. Join us. Join us. We heard you guys were at the booth today. You and your beautiful wife. Uh, my wife, who? Hillary. <laughs> you have more than one. 
<laughs> my wife who you you getting a little senile uh, uh, there hey, Bill? mr uh, here mr clinton let me set you up let's you well, sit. Uh, our call him president oh call, uh, call, uh, please call, uh, call, uh call. yeah president uh clinton i'm sorry let me get you who's this smart ass that we've got over here he looks <laughs> but, sir sir hold on right hey uh uh president clinton uh take my mic yeah here let's, on, let, let's let, me, let me let me let me get him situated here go ahead take the headphones put them on there you go Listen, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, we heard that you were voting this morning with uh, with Hillary. You're, you guys are still married, is that is that correct? We are still married, yeah. Because you asked, you asked about who, which wife. <laughs> I didn't know if there was if there was someone else. Is there someone else in the picture? There's always there? someone else, Nate. Oh, Mr. President, that's always here for me. So um, how's how's life? So let's move on. We're, this is live. This is we're on the air. How, how, what's going on in your I life? I told you, man. COVID's killed me. <laughs> can I ask you? Can I ask you, President, why, why you bite your bottom, bottom lip? You, I bite that lip because every time, I'm going to say this one time. I did not ever do anything that jeopardized my relationship with interns. <laughs> I've got a lot of bad flack for that now, Nate, and I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Okay. I don't like Hillary. I'm married to her, mm. but I don't like her. What do you think, Ara, about what? He's well, I don't. I, don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm shocked that this is the first time I've heard that he doesn't care for his wife. A, a former president. It sounds like maybe you're a little bit angry tonight. Who's this wise guy? This um, <laughs> is my buddy, sir. Sir, I'm um, Nate, and I are are, are close friends. This is my buddy. Why don't you just sit over there and shut the hell up? Jeez. I'm here, <laughs> President, hey, President Clinton. Give, give him one of the great. Give, give, him, give him a President great Clinton. Lead. I, I, I didn't realize show, you, were, you? you were so angry. Yeah, yeah he's he's he's, oh, having, clear, he's having he's having a tough time. So so uh, before you know before you leave us, uh, President, thank you so much for stopping Listen, by. Listen, I want to say one thing. Please do. There's a couple things that have been misconstrued. The way I've said them, I didn't say Joe Biden. I said no biting. <laughs> thank you, sir. What else? <laughs> Uh, I, you know what? You are a hilarious. Uh, if I, you know what? You are hilarious. What else? What else was missing? I also say I did not say lie in the deposition. I, <laughs> I said lie in that position. <laughs> and, this and guy, this you, guy, this uh, guy, uh, got uh, it on. Hey, president, uh, former President Bill Clinton here. Who, who, who did you say these things to, President? I'm going to say this one time, Nate. I like interns. I've said a lot of things to them, and I got to say one other thing. I don't like Hillary. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's as serious as can be. Or he's not. I, I don't know what's going he's on here. I mean, smiling. breaking news here. I think Fox and Friends is about to come in here. We have the no, former former president on air saying that he does not care for his spouse, Mr. President. We, uh, Mr. President, ask him. Ask him a question. Ask him. Uh, I, I have no idea what to ask him. This uh, doesn't happen to me often. No, I mean, I, I, I think we're all a little bit, bit shocked. Yeah, I'm um, a little bit nervous, actually. Mr. President, did you did you do anything for trick or treating? Did you did you have a costume? In fact, I did have a costume. I had a big coat with Joe Biden on my back, leaning over, looking like he was whispering in my ear. Now, Mr. President, is it true? It was hilarious. Is it true that you used to go to Jeffrey Epstein's island? Love Island. Yeah, is that what it's called? That's what I called it. What now? What happened at Love Island? Can oh you tell boy, us? Nate! Just a little glimpse. Just a little glimpse. Nate, are we live? Nobody's on? listening. Nobody's here. Just the three. I of didn't us. think anybody was the listening. The three of us. 
We just, can't hear you without you talking into the microphone. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mr. Clinton, uh, yeah, President Clinton, former president. Okay, I can't, can't call you, Mr. Nate. Love Island was a place that only the sanctimonious went to. And I am not sanctimonious. I had a great time. Mr. Epstein was a wonderful colleague, great man, gave me a lot of lessons in love, commitment, generosity. And I've got to say, some of the best massages I've ever <laughs> I can't date this guy. Mr. President, I can't take this guy. I, I got to get up. I got to get up. We got to cut him off. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give let's it up. Give hey, Mr. F uh, Bill Clinton, everyone. Hey, everybody, let, let's go All ahead. Right, sir. Let's go ahead and kill Bill Clinton. Go ahead. Hey, hey. Hey, let's pause thanks, it. Thanks for coming, Bill. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. Go Remember, ahead. no Biden. Go, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, Watch sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Holy shit. Yeah, let's let's make sure Bill Clinton doesn't make an appearance on the Holy yes. shit. Guy was out of his mind. <laughs> I told you he was coming. Dude. I didn't it's realize insane. he was gonna be so full of piss well, and vinegar. Think, you know, he's obviously been drinking all piss day. Piss and vinegar, man. Jesus. Hates his wife. He's, he's which one? That's <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Wow. We better take, All right. we, we better take a pause after Listen, that. Listen, uh, Biden's up currently 91 to 56. You see this? Race to 270. Fox News is reporting at 8.05 p.m. Eastern. Not Biden, 91. Electoral votes. Ooh, 40. Ooh, Florida. Biden has taken the fall. Trump has taken the lead in Florida with 82% reporting. Holy shit. Yeah. Did you see that? I see it now. Ooh, Georgia. It's literally neck and neck. 49.6 to 49.4. This is insane. Yeah. Now, what were they saying before this about the Florida-Georgia line that you were hearing about? Is that that pivotal Florida-Georgia? Well, uh, I election? think both I mean, those states are... Always... Yeah, I mean, let's face it, right? We said it. Uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Florida, Georgia, you know, we, we're, Michigan, which we're going to have to keep an eye on. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be important. I mean, all these, uh, these electoral votes that are swing states are critical and as i said you can't carry a presidency without carrying ohio so gonna be a long night ahead it is it is gonna be a long night and entertaining nonetheless yeah we have former presidents joining us I mean, we had this former. is like this is incredible we should have yeah we, we should bring mr clinton back again sometime i'd like to have him uh, be part of <laughs> part of the, maybe maybe not the best idea now he, that, he now seems that, angry these now, days now he, he seems angry now that he's gone how many Seriously, what do you think he was doing when he was in office? I mean, seriously, all jokes aside, he obviously was caught with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, that was a proven thing. Well, I, I, I would even thing. go so far as to forget about forget about the presidency. Mm. I mean, this guy was a Razorback down in Arkansas. <laughs> I True. mean, let's face it, right? He uh, he's, he's been putting people on their backs for a while. Yeah, he he listen, he's more than a billion served. You know, I mean, this guy is. Uh, you know. But what do you think that marriage is like behind closed doors? Hillbilly? You're a smart guy. The hillbilly? Yeah, Bill and Hillary. Hillbilly. Hillbilly, yeah. yeah. How that marriage what is, is What do you think it is, seriously, behind closed doors? What? what? Oh, gosh. I, I don't even want could to think imagine? about them behind closed doors. I mean, I could tell you, look, there's a lot of um, speculation around. Uh, forget about the, 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 the uh, you know relationship. Just think about the amount of money that the Clinton Foundation has pulled in over the years. There's a high-powered company. They still pull the strings. You know, Bill, not so much, but they still pull a lot of strings in the Democratic Party. And, uh, you know, they, they are absolutely, you know, dialed in. Bill doesn't look good these days. No, he looks terrible. He looks, he looks like he's had a rough go. And he was a sharp-looking dude, man. Yep. Some people, age doesn't go, bode well for them. No, it doesn't. And, uh, 
But you know, when look, was God's the last pretty... time you think Bill and Hillary were intimate with each other? Be be honest. Uh, that even be funny. I won't. I mean, I, 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 first of all, I have to get past that question to think about it visually for a minute. Yes. Um, I would say that <laughs> I, it, after I kind of process that. Yes. After I, after, I, after the horrifying. I'm going to say vision. how old, how old is Chelsea? Uh, she's got to be about forty. A, a 35, 40? Yeah, probably, probably 40. Probably 40. You know, give or take my age, probably. Yeah, probably, probably about that. Yeah, yeah. so, so I, w- I would go ahead and say about 40 years ago. <laughs> Fair enough. You might I not, mean, you might not be let's wrong. Let's be honest. That might have been the one and done. Right. Your whole life is in politics. I See, I don't understand people who want to spend their whole lives in politics. This is something else that really is perplexing. Because you're just always campaigning... To everybody, I mean, you're always mm-hmm. politics as a lifelong politician. I'm just, I'm, I'm. I feel like there should be term limits on how long you could be in politics, not just in a position. Oh wow, yeah. But I think that if you're like in Congress or if you're in a Senate, if you hold the Senate seat for eight years, I think that should count against you being oh, able I agree. to I agree. to potentially be in the Senate or or yep. Congress or something else for. A, for 40 years. Well, at some point, right, I mean, let's be honest. When you're in a job for whatever length of time it is, 20 years, 30 years, at some point you just go stale and you become a victim of the system. I think it was, uh, was it John Stewart that said if if the opposite of of uh, con is pro, then the, op- <laughs> the opposite of Congress is progress. Mm, interesting. Right? And it's true. You're just grinding policy and positions but you're you know you're just basically moving the needle and, is that and, like is that like you don't call your country a cunt so you better not call your fraternity <laughs> you don't call your fraternity a frat i don't think yeah that, you know, I, was, I, I got i got off track no yeah, but you're very but, touche yes uh i do think though that ultimately you're just playing on the margin right there there hasn't been any transformational i mean really the last tran look I, civil rights uh equality all things over the years have been you know, fantastic in, in terms of, of laws that have been passed and a progress for the United States, a progressive movement for, for the equality of man and women. But the uh, the idea that the last big transformational piece of, of legislation was Obamacare, right, which, love it or leave it, was really the last tr- most you know, transformational uh, piece that... that Really, uh, that the Congress worked with the again. There was a Cornhusker kickback and all kinds of gamesmanship to get that passed. Mm-hmm. But when you think about that, that that just transformational healthcare reform, uh, you know, situation, whether you loved it or not, that's that at least was some progress. Whether you felt it was progress in the wrong direction, regress. Um, but I I think you don't see that type of stuff. You don't see that game changing type of movement anymore. Uh, maybe it's because you know maybe maybe the new mindset around um, equality and an awareness and civic awareness and Black Lives Matter maybe all these things will change the dynamic a little bit more. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of pressure on police reform and and things along those lines. But collectively, you don't see our congressional body making major changes. Correct. All you're seeing is fighting on how do you tax and spend, what programs make the cut. You know what it is that you're gonna posture on. Uh, what's your stance? And then you have these folks that are lifers 
that, that stay the on there, you know, and and and. I mean, Biden has been doing this for forty-seven years. And listen, I will be honest. If Trump has been doing this for forty-seven years, I feel strongly about this. I probably wouldn't vote for him unless he had a stellar forty-seven-year career, and we were like, "Hey, I mean, this is this is an easy choice. Right. That's been great." Right. But most it is likely, pretty amazing to think forty-seven years, and and you know. Most people have a birthday, a retirement cake, and a send off. This guy's going for the highest office in the land, and he's almost eighty years old. Yeah, I worry about him. You know, well, I, I mean, he, he's clearly not capable of doing this thing. I mean, look, you know, it's just he's the he's the uh, he's the he's the anti-Trump vote. It's yeah. really what you're getting. Well, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's absolutely one of those. They things. just showed Franklin County in Ohio has like seventy percent for Biden. Now is Franklin County in Ohio, which is Columbus. down south. That's Columbus, which area. is in Columbus. I'm yeah. sorry, Central. That probably is typically a very liberal area, correct? Not sure. Not sure about okay. Franklin. I, I I think it's mixed. Can you look up while we're doing this? Yeah. Franklin County, 2016 election results, presidential election mm-hmm. results. I'd like to know where Hillary finished in, in Franklin County, and I hope that it's high because they were just showing Franklin 70 to 30. Yeah, it says. Uh, Let's see here. 2000 election, 2016 election results. Franklin County, which again is Columbus. Yeah. Um, so Hillary Clinton won the majority of votes at 60%. Okay. It was at 70 to 30 just it, now. So, okay. Yeah. That's so fair. when we'll see that come down. Um, and uh, Ted Strickland uh, took uh, 52% of the vote over Rob Portman at 45. So. From a so even even yeah. Portman, who is our state is our senator, one of our two senators, he still lost Franklin County. Correct. Got it. And so you have what Hamilton County, which is Cincinnati, Franklin, which is really the the bulk of of Columbus, and then Cuyahoga, which is you know up here in Cleveland. Yes. So those are the three major. Yeah. I mean the major cities: Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati. Yep. That's so, what we're watching here. But back to the thing. I mean, it, it's just. To me, it's astounding that you want to spend your whole freaking life in politics. What well, the system's not well, set up for you to succeed, anyways. You're not. You're going to make half the people upset. I mean, well, but but not only that, you know. And I, I have to to wonder. So, how do you, as a politician, now a lot of these people come from wealth. Okay, both sides of the aisle. Oh, I know where you're going. I mean, you know. Yeah. How do you how do you have seven? What hours, do they I mean, make what, it? Forget about Biden. How do these guys suddenly become multi multi millionaires? That's the that's. That's the golden ticket question. That's the million, no pun intended, dollar question. Yeah, they become that way because. But how? I mean, well, honestly, I don't think. Have anybody really? Because look, there, there's tax returns. These guys are obviously making money somehow. It's got to be public record, or at least available if you're, you know, if you wanted to dig. I believe that. How well, you, first of all, a lot of them make money if they're doing it clean. They they're do coming it from, from their from from book legacy. deals. Okay. I think a lot of guys will make money from book deals and appearances. That that's that's definitely a clean way to do it. Now, when you're making the salary that these politicians are making, which is not a like a hundred thousand a year, a couple hundred thousand, and then all of a sudden you you're worth ten or fifteen or twenty million in a very short period of time. What's going on? Now, I think that just like there's loopholes in the tax laws, I could be wrong about this, but I believe that there's loopholes in what these officials are getting or the the positions they're being offered, like like the Hunter Biden thing. Like, we're going to give you a position on our board, and we're going to pay you right. a half a million dollars a month. 
Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna pay you five million dollars a year. I'm just making a, a, an absurd example to have access to you and your family. Right. You're gonna be where you you know, and then what what happens is that these people, it's a shady thing because you know that they're only being hired and they're being they're almost being paid off. Right. Without it's bribery, but it's it it's, is. it's a loophole in the system. I think. I, I think it right. Is. I mean, how do you how do you say? Well, you paid him a half million dollars a month. Uh, you're bribing him, and they go, "Well, we this is what we do. I mean, we, we right. pay we pay people that, for this position. This is what they make." Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and they go, "Oh, but how did you?" It's such a it's such a loophole. I mean, what are you going to do about it? I, I agree. Right. I agree. now unless unless you mandate it that that no government employee holding a certain office, such as the president or vice president or or senator, uh, you know can't have a family member working the problem is how do you prevent somebody from making a living right that's really what we're talking about. that's that's ultimately true right um so i think i believe from what i've seen is that a lot of these companies will be paying instead of it being a bribe like hey we're going to give you a million dollars if you can uh pass this law that's going to you know basically eliminate our competitors mm -hmm. Instead of that, what they do is that they pay them for a quote-unquote value-add service, right? Almost like as an employee or an independent contractor relationship, or and then and then and then they have access. It's it's so so it's so, so you know. Shady. Can I can it's I tell so you one of the one of the greatest uh, quotes was uh, Ronald Reagan? Real uh, quick, hold that quote. Okay. President Trump wins Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, Missouri, Oklahoma. Let's give a little. Uh, a volume. Hold your Abraham Lincoln quote. This is Tucker Carlson. Giving uh, giving an update. Polls closing soon in Arizona, Minnesota, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin. So uh, Florida now looks like it's going to Trump. Trump is up almost two percent in Florida. There you go. With eighty six percent in, that would be. Humongous, yep. Ara. That would be absolutely humongous. Anyways, just so wanted to give no, the, uh, what I was going to say is, was so prior to you going to Tucker, we were we were talking about just the sleaziness and some of the the gamesmanship and how these politicians get wealthy, right? And it, it just I was saying there there was a, a quote that um, Ronald Reagan said, and as politics is supposed to be the second oldest profession, but it sometimes looks a lot like the first. Mm. So yes. we all know what the first, uh, the, the oldest profession is. Um, so, you know, one of the things that uh, that stands out is just the, you know, kind of the sleaziness. And, it is. And, it's, 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 let's be honest, People will, dude, they will put themselves dirty. out there too. Let's be honest. This yeah. is why, look at Biden's down by uh, 200,000 votes in Florida. Um, this is, this is why people do probably want to get into office and remain in office Ara. yeah it's it's power and it's fucking money yeah it's the money. money is huge and and again we don't know exactly for some reason we don't understand how it how it's how these people are really accumulating their wealth yeah. it's very tricky to figure out one other thing too of side note is that uh, at least right now Fox News has uh, indicated that Mitch McConnell has won re-election too oh good so. That's good to know. Mm -hmm. um, good. So, and he's in Louisville, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky. Yep. that's what I mean. Uh, yep. Kentucky. Yep, you're right. So, uh, let's see where we're at. 
We are at. Uh, what do we got? What else? We're watching Fox. What are the? You, what what what's CNN saying at the moment? Do you want to? Uh, I am not on there, but I'll take, take a look. A quick look yeah, so let's take a look. We can get both sides of the aisle here. here and, uh, bipartisan. Um, let's see what's going on here. You know, again, it's Oklahoma so goes to Trump. so early to call. Pennsylvania Biden's up eighty-one to seventeen with three percent reporting. Yeah. It's uh so that's gonna come that's gonna change. It's uh there, there's so Rhode many Rhode Island goes to Biden by a percent. Wow, and they've called it. That's yep. weird. Yep. Yep. It's uh you know, right now it's still too early, as we all know. Always is at eight o'clock. Um we've got uh at this point so many of the uh precincts have not been in. Ohio is at forty two percent. Uh, uh, of uh, precincts in, and it's a fifty-five to forty-three Joe Biden. Lead. Wow. Let's see if that's been updated since uh, Texas. Biden's leading Texas. Yeah, fifty-five, forty-three. Now forty-five percent in Ohio. So the eighteen electoral votes for Ohio are up, uh, up in the air. But again, uh, still way too early. Florida at eighty-nine percent. Trump at fifty. Uh, Biden at forty-eight. I think Trump's going to win. That's tough. I don't know how he's going to probability 2%, 2% of two percent with ten yeah. percent to go. Probability I mean. is at sixty-five percent going to Trump. Texas, thirty-two percent uh, precincts in, and a fifty-three, fifty-four to forty-four uh, lead to Indiana uh, has been called four to forty-five. Indiana lead. has just been called, uh, Ara and everyone, uh, fifty-eight to thirty-nine. Yep. Indiana officially going to President Trump. Yep. So good. There's a still a lot going on. So much happening tonight. Uh, it's insane. Yep. This is you so almost, fucking it's, crazy. It's almost sensory overload. It is. Yep. This is just such an amazing time. This is so interesting. It's just so interesting to see the divide. Go on Facebook. All you got to do is log into. I Facebook try to stay away. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Log into Facebook and just sit back and watch and see what people say. It's incredible. Yeah, I'm interested in Virginia, too. Um, you know, a lot of people have, have overlooked Virginia. Virginia is an important state. It has always historically been uh, uh, kind of swung, not technically a swing state, but has always swung uh, kind of uh, either way. Um, speaking of swings, yes. speaking of swings, who had the best swing of all time in Major League Baseball? Wow, we are completely changing the, the rope here, huh? Well, I'll tell you, I, you know I'm a huge baseball fan, so this is this is absolutely yeah. We might go we might go on this for 20 minutes. Yeah, now. you you you're 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 poking the bear here. <laughs> yeah, we have time. We're, we have we're having time. fun. Yeah. All right. Enjoy. Cheers. Let me let me pop here, another pop one of those bad you know, boys. Ever open. since uh, President Clinton got me a little yeah, frazzled, he did. He did. He, he, slowed was, us, he was angry tonight. He slowed us down a little bit. A little this angry. guy. We'll have to we'll have to maybe edit him out for. They for, call him Billy C. Billy C. Yeah. Billy. Um. Best swing in baseball? Best swing of all time, besides Julio Franco. Who, who's, who, <laughs> who is the, who is the well, best swing? The, the best hitter. Or, or John Olerud. John Olerud, <laughs> nice. Yeah, John, John, <laughs> that, that, that's a name. The Canadian Dude, I, assassin. I'll pull out some names that's, too, Listen, I, you, I, I feel like I've got a formal opponent. All right, listen, that's right. Since we're talking swing states, swing baseball swings now, I'm going to go with, with two. One old, one, one more modern. Okay. Perfect. The oldest, Ted Williams. Boom. Okay. Last guy to bat four hundred. But, but no one listening to this podcast is ever going to no know one what is, that means. But but anyway. no one will. But he is the last man That's to ever hit four hundred. And the second, uh, my opinion in my lifetime was Ken Griffey Jr. Ooh, good one. That's a very nice. That's, so, that's beautiful. Swings for swings. Hmm. Who did I think had the nicest swing? Um, 
Ken Griffey's is definitely up there. He's in the top three. He was so smooth. Talk about a guy that never fully hit his potential. Do you agree? Who? Ken Griffey Jr. Oh. Never fully hit his potential. I don't know if I agree Because of injuries. No, the guy was great, but he could have been... He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah, he could, but he could have... He was just... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He never... I mean, he was... No, I'm not saying he wasn't amazing. He just... The injuries always kept him from being... He could have been the best best baseball player of all time. Yeah. You can't say that I, right I now, think that's fair. But he could have been yeah. had he stayed healthy. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, agree. So, you know, let, let, I wanted one other thing, too, just real quick. Yeah. Because baseball, it's got it. I mean, you're going to get me off on a tangent, so I'm going to cut that off because otherwise you're going to have me here for the next hour Perfect. knowing that I'm passionate about it. Yeah. But I want to come back but to But then we should have some more stage. We should have But I want to come back to the election for a moment. Have you seen the video of President Trump, like the three-minute video of him dancing to YMCA across the country? Yes. You, you have? It's great. Yeah. I love it. Now, I got to say, like, regardless of... Where he's on stage with Regardless all the of your politics and regardless of his <laughs> ungodly dancing, <laughs> yeah, okay, exactly. the fact... You will never see another president ever, like that. Ever, ever. Ever, folks. You're witnessing history. You will you, love him or hate him. You yes. will never see another... I, I mean... You know, all the, I should all never the Democrats never. are going, we never want to see it again. We don't want to ever see you. it. Yeah. But, but if you really just watch this guy who puts it all out there, yeah. says it, and he's you know to a point of just no return. Correct. I mean, I, I could never imagine, you know, I don't know. Could you imagine Gerald Ford or Jimmy Carter up there dancing to the YMCA no. or doing anything? I mean, not that the nobody, YMCA wasn't around when Ger- nobody in politics maybe it was has right ever around done Carter. This. Nobody. But, yeah, I mean, come on. Nobody in the politics has ever done anything even close and, and, to I mean, this. look, and it was funny because, you know, Elaine from uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus on Twitter was making a joke like, he's doing the Elaine dance, the uh, the crazy bad dance that she did, the leg kick and the, the gyrations. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the funny part about it is he just embraces it and he goes with it. You what if he, what if he would have done the Carlton? Now that would have been sweet. Holy little, shit. Now listen, that's what they should have done. Is some, of his, some of his producers should have put on... He would have gotten so many black votes the Tom The Tom Jones. <laughs> tell you. Tom Jones, It's Not Unusual. Oh, yes. That's the song, right? If he does the Carlton, yeah, throw it out. If he does the Carlton and he starts saying, hey guys, you know my favorite show of all time? And, and it goes, you know, the French Prince of Ballet. I woke up from <laughs> morning around 7. Blah, blah, blah. And he starts doing the Carlton. Could you imagine? I mean, could you imagine the memes that would be out on, on Instagram? Let's give it a little play. There you go, folks. Donald J. Trump. You got just just the vision of him dancing to this. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude! We we go off on tangents. We folks. do. You just gotta bear with us. Listen, you're dealing if with. You're election. listening to this podcast. You obviously enjoy it. So yeah, you know our craziness. You know what it is. You know what you got yourself into when you <laughs> click play. Pour pour yourself a beverage. Yeah, you, and lock you know, yourself in for some. Scratch your head and wonder what the hell's going on, but we're having a good time. President uh, Ohio just showed forty nine percent has been reported. I missed the the um, I missed the numbers. Oklahoma's going to Trump, 62%. Pennsylvania, too early, but Biden's up monstrous, 81 to 17, with only 4% reported. Uh, 
Biden, they're calling for Rhode Island, even though he's down, which, again, that always is weird. Listen, anything that's yeah. from Taxachusetts, north or east, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we pretty much... Uh, yes. We, we just let it ride. Yep. Um, you know, it's so funny. Like, y- you, uh, y- you check... You know, and yeah, I go off on a little bit different tangent here about the, the mood of the country. And I, I think this is why people are so just tired of the the narrative. I'm, I'm jumping. I, I again, I go to both what, uh, the right and left sites. I like to get both perspectives. And 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 I'm on Huffington Post, which is arguably the farthest left website. Right, Ariana Huffington it says, "Here come the votes. America meets its fate. Its fate. Its fate. Fate. Tonight's its fate. At the world." Of, the world hinges. Yes, it's it's dra- dramatic. There's a lot of you know. Bill Clinton might. It's a dark winter. Bill Clinton might go away after tonight, depending on what happens. <laughs> I mean, this is this is how serious we this need to is. make him go away. For sure. <laughs> we hope that he goes away, no matter who wins tonight. <laughs> but uh, actually, I hope he comes back. I really do. But listen, uh, he's an entertaining guy. We yeah, give him a couple. You we got to give him a couple shots. couple pots and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. we'll bring him back sometime. Oh, I think. for sure. For but sure, um, for sure, for sure. but uh, you know, like uh, nobody wants you know, the, the debates. By it's going to be a dark winter. We're yeah. going into a dark, dark winter. Well, that's the thing. Let's be honest. Let's 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 put this into perspective. Um, because I want to really hear what you think about Biden. It, listen, Biden's probably not all that bad, but let's let's at least for us in our in our take, people are going, "What are you talking about? He's great. He's the best." What do you mean he's not all that bad, all the bullshit? But um, if Biden wins, and there's a chance, obviously, a, a good chance he wins still. It's, a, it's yep. a coin flip, it looks like, at this point. If Biden wins, how do you believe, what What do you believe for you personally? Successful guy, hardworking guy, uh, uh, management position, leadership position, uh, uh, you know, family, family of three kids, how will this affect your life the most in the next four years? Number one, from a negative standpoint, of course, because you didn't vote for him. Right. And also, what do you think may be good that comes out of it? Well, I think I think there's, um, you know, two two things. One is on the po- I'll start with the positive, right? I think there's an element of stability that it, it and I'm not saying it's it's. I should say positive because there are elements of positivity. The markets have already, you know, for years built in the Trump factors with his deregulation and, you know, his um, his, his, his tax cuts and, and some of the things that he's done at, a, uh, at an enterprise level. Biden, though, there's, you look at the number of people Trump has turned over in his cabinet and you look at the revolving door. There's an element that the world looks at the United States as this pillar and this beacon of strength and 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 Trump is a strong personality but there's a feeling that it's sort of like it's a little chaotic right maybe he's uprooted the system a little bit maybe he's created some uh, some challenges so what Biden brings is that 47 years of a stability that people are comfortable with and that's saying it's kind of like a blanket right you know hey there's probably some seediness and some things that have happened around that that are unscrupulous but generally speaking this country is going to get back into line it's going to take its position in the world it's going to have that stability the markets will follow suit 
and 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 you know our our position in, in the United States, I'm sorry, and globally, will probably come more and back in line to what you know what we're used to, whether you agree with it or not. I, I feel like there's something to be said positive about stability. Okay, from but that's about it. I mean, you could argue that there's going to be some you know th there's some things specific to the environment and to some of the things that I actually do subscribe to that I believe um, you know that that we have an obligation. Um, again, I'm I'm not one of these anti-fracking, you know, big oil is bad type people. But I do think that there's some some elements for our future generations that we just have to be mindful of, particularly when I look at Flint, Michigan, and I see the water situation that happened a few years ago. And like in the United States, the wealthiest country in the world, we shouldn't have people drinking toxic water. Okay. So I think that there are some environmental things that government will spend to help build infrastructure and do things that maybe we didn't do, or we tried to privatize with Trump. But that's about it. I mean, I think the downside, which we all know, is that as you create a higher tax situation and you create, um, you know, you, you start to, and he says he's not going to raise taxes on people, it's, it's, it's all smoke and mirrors. Because when you say you're not going to raise taxes, you're technically not, but you're taking away tax cuts. Well, but, so, he, but he did, Biden has said he's going to raise taxes on, for on folks 400, over four hundred thousand. Yeah, yes, 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 but yes. what he's also going to do, or families over four hundred, families. But but he's also going to um, cut exceptions for people under that. So while he's not necessarily incorporating new taxes, right. he's the semantics of it are he's taking away some of the exemptions, the exemptions and the benefits that he had as a, the, some so of the tax. So let, let me let me stop yeah. you here if if you don't mind. Let's let's break that down for people that don't necessarily even understand what that truly means from a from a real life standpoint. So, generally speaking, what that means is, let's say you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, and right now you can get an exemption for a, a child credit, child tax credit of five thousand per child. Right? right. I'm just picking something, and, and maybe the max is three. I don't even know what the numbers are anymore. But maybe there's a, a child tax credit of five thousand. If you have three children, five thousand per child. Therefore, fifteen thousand dollar exemption comes off of your income. So now you're only taxed at eighty five thousand instead of the hundred thousand. Are we are we in agreement? Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's another. There's an exemption for maybe you're a first time home buyer, so you get an exemption for being for some type of mortgage tax payment exemption. So maybe whatever. Uh, I don't even know what it is, but let's say let's just say it's it's maxed out at another ten thousand dollars. Being a first time home buyer now, right. now you're getting taxed at seventy five thousand. So so now instead of being taxed at a hundred thousand, you're you're taxed at seventy five, and you're making a lot a lot more money put in your pocket right. with these exemptions. Okay, just for people that don't understand. So continue, please. Well, it, it, part of it is so what Biden is saying is that on over four hundred thousand. He's going to, you know, raise it from thirty-seven to thirty-nine, give or take, right? The, the highest tax margin, but and that's what, just federal. We're only talking yeah, federal, right? But, um, but what you, what people don't understand is that corporations are people, right? Um, and 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 also corporations are investors, and um, when you have higher taxes, you know what happens is you end up and you put higher taxes on uh, on, on corporations you end up having higher prices and it trickles down, right? And so this idea that, uh, that, that, the, main, that, that the, the middle income, middle America taxpayer is not gonna feel the pain of tax increases at the highest levels is sort of this arbitrary thought, right? And so 
I think you have to look at the tax policies. If you you can just go look and Google it, right? Say, will you take an increase under Joe Biden's plan? And it it's smoke and mirrors. It, it really there's it, it's like so many levers, Nate, to to say that oh I'm never going to have a tax increase because I'm under four hundred thousand. It's technically you're right. There may not be new taxes, right? George Bush had that s- senior read my lips, no new taxes, right? And 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 of course he couldn't hold that line because what he had to do is he had to remove tax exceptions, and that is not technically a new tax, but it is a higher tax that you pay. Right, right. the money paying. is still going to the right. government. So you have this like, and it's going out of your pocket. It's a double whammy. You're gonna, you're just when, calling it something different. When corporations are taxed at a higher rate, it affects the worker, it affects the consumer. When you take away exceptions at a mid level for people that are, you know, under four hundred thousand, under two hundred thousand, you end up in a situation where you're going to end up having uh, not new taxes per se, but more taxes paid. You're a smart guy. What about the uh, minimum wage debate? He wants Biden wants to raise minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. What's your take on this? Well, I think it's tough right now because it's it's. I don't know. I don't have a feeling. I mean, I think with COVID right now, so many people have been just crushed with, particularly in the service sector. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so in in the past, I would always say, boy, you know, you have to give people a a, a decent wage and the opportunity to. Um, you know, to, to pull themselves up and, and actually be able to afford the most basic necessities, right? The Bernie Sanders. I mean, that's that's what this country's built on. You should have affordable health care. You should have the ability to, you know, to, to make an honest living if you're willing to work and be able to get above the poverty line. But, right, all that said, COVID is thrown a complete curveball. You've got people that, you know, with a stimulus package, um, and, and by the way, um, you know that that's something that obviously this this country needs another one. Uh, normally, you wouldn't want to have that happen, but you have to rescue people, and so consumer confidence and people have the ability to pay their mortgage and and right. do what they have to do. So I think the minimum wage right now is so complex to even try to think. I, naturally, I would say let the business owner dictate what they're paying their workers, what additional benefits and enhancements they give their workers. Doesn't always have to be in your base pay. It can be things that, you know, when you're raising a minimum wage, you end up costing that business owner more money. And ultimately, you know, uh, they aren't able to hire as much or maybe they're not able to offer that additional ancillary benefit that they might otherwise. So there's a lot of moving parts here. But um, but I think COVID has completely shifted this around. So it's a tough one to call right now. When you look at the major issues, don't you believe that we've been talking about these issues for the last probably 100 to 200 years? <laughs> I mean, think about it. This doesn't go away. Like four years from now, we're going to be talking about the same stuff. Yeah. And then four more years. And the four more, they've been doing this for, for 300 years. Well, you know? how about how about the deficit? Remember, the de- remember, remember for the last 10, if, 20 years, the deficit. The deficit. It's the deficit. It's going to kill us. Then it was Social Security. Oh, my God. It's going to be bankrupt. Then you had, I mean, you know. Of course, let's not forget, right? You have, for 20 years, we were involved in foreign wars, and we still are. They're just a little more clandestine. They're not front of the news, right? But we're still fighting on foreign soil. Um, it's the environment. So these issues keep kind of resurfacing, but maybe under a different cloak. Yeah, that's But they're always the same same That's issues. what I mean. They keep rearing their ugly heads. Nobody, yeah. They don't change so drastically that they go away. Yeah. Like the, the and if the minimum wage is fifteen, guess what? Eight years, twelve years from now, 
the minimum wage needs to be 20. There is a standard, though, that uh, we as a, and I think that's part of the challenge with, with you know, a, a big government tax and spend mentality is, you know, there's a lot of people that say the Constitution says we the people, not I the person, right? So there's this, this, this group of, uh, you know, we have to have a social responsibility to, to bring and pull people up in our country. And, and rightfully, we do. But I think what we're finding here is that this country, as we all know, particularly of those of us on the right of center, believe that, that this is about independence. It's about uh, creation of wealth. It's about job and risk. And, you know, and I know a lot of people roll their eyes and say, well, when you start your life on third base, it's easy to get home. But there's plenty, plenty of case studies that show that it's you're better off at least fighting your way from first to second to third with uh, with support and with your own you know energy and efforts as opposed to trying to create a centralized feeder system that does nothing to incentivize you to continue to stretch it going back to the baseball analogy yes and I get it I think we all get that you know we have a responsibility to um, you know to help our fellow man and and that's through charity and through you know, improvement in, in, let's call it, smart taxation. What's your take on, we're jumping on different topics, what's your take on the government mandating mask wearing? Oh, wow. Well, I'm on the planes a lot, and, you know, I think uh, I, I, a friend of mine told me the other day, he said, how, how much of a disease is this that it kills you, but you don't even know if you have it? You have to get tested to know if you have it, you know? And, and I was laughing. I said, you know, you're right. But then again, I have elderly parents and I take the risk seriously that there is, there's obviously something, right? But ultimately, I think it's ridiculous that of any mandates to be told you have to do or wear anything, adhere to any policy. In fact, I was just reading today, I think it's, was it Michigan? Where you have to start rostering, if you're a business owner, you have to start rostering the clients and, and, and the people that have come, the clientele that have come into your restaurant, for example. Name and address, phone yeah. number, and you address. Got so that they can trace back. Yes. Now, to me, and you could be fined and potentially imprisoned, I think, crazy. That, to me, is such a foreign concept to this idea that that, that is how we're going to stem the tide of this, this, this pandemic. I think we're getting smarter with this pandemic. I think people, you know, you throw numbers, 200,000 dead, 300,000. I get it. Those are real people with real faces and real families. But the idea that, as we talked earlier, 350 million people in this country, you know, you can't manage to the mar- to, to, to the lowest common. You have to be able to open this country up. Now, if that means wearing masks, you should do it. But it doesn't mean anything should be mandated. But I do think we have to be smart practice social distance. I do. I practice it. I travel. I, I wear masks when I need to. Yeah, sure. Um, but Wash hands. I wash hand washing hands. is I like take... the, probably the biggest thing. Yeah. And I've never washed my hands so much in my life, and to be honest, I've gotten less colds yeah. in the past year. <laughs> I've been good this year. I agree. I'm, so, I might have even had COVID. I have no idea. I mean, I, we probably all have yeah, at this point. Yeah. So I, I don't know, Nate. I mean, I think it's, it's so many moving targets, and but I think it's ridiculous but I, to ever be mandated to do anything. But what scares me is that it's not so much that we, we I, I, when I don't wear my mask, like today when I'm in line outside waiting to, for the polls to open, I'm there at 6.15 in the morning, the polls open at 6.30, there's a line of 30 people, I'm like 31 in line. Right. And then when, you know, then the line keeps going. Five minutes after I got there, it's like 100 and some people in line. And a lot, everyone's wearing masks outside. 
and, and we're all very spread out because we're outdoors. Right. And I'm not wearing my mask. Yeah. I'm drinking a coffee. I've got my Someone headphones on. Someone say something to you? No, no, no. It's, yeah. it's in the morning. And if they did, I was going to tell them they could have done an absentee ballot if it was that big of a deal. <laughs> you would have been, you would have been that, yeah, pounding them on that. Well, it's funny because you're right. Well, finish your story. So yeah, right. so so, um, so you know, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, it's not that I'm that I want to spread my germs on people and I want people to get sick and, and you know. God forbid they're one out of the million that die from this thing at this point. That's not what it is. It's To me, the mask mandate is a fundamental, again, this is the difference between the two sides. This is a fundamental thing where once you say yes and accept the mask oh, and mandate. Oh, then it becomes the, the norm. That's the norm. And it has become the norm for the most states in this country. And now, and now the next thing then becomes... You can't uh, have Thanksgiving with your family. Or to your point, then it goes even further to Michigan where there, if you go into an establishment, a bar, a restaurant, they're taking your name and phone number and, yeah. your, and your home address. And my, my, for my take on this thing is, is this starts leading to big, big, big government, a.k.a. socialistic, which, again, the next step is communistic. And maybe that's an extreme thought, but my take on the th on this whole thing is, if you cave into the first thing, it will then lead to the. the you're seeing it right now. You just said it in Michigan. Yeah. It will lead to the second. It will lead to the third. The lead to the fourth. Next thing you know, you have a socialist society. Yeah. Go read Candace Owens. You know Candace Owens. Yeah, I like Owens. Candace Owens. Yeah. Go read her Twitter. She's she's spot on with this stuff. Yeah. Man. She's going crazy right you now. You know what's funny though too, and I think we're gonna live long enough. Knock on wood. This thing is cyclical. You remember I agree. You, in the '60s, in the '70s, and in the '80s. This isn't and the, the 90s, first time, I'm sure. This is this is the this big... is the first time that there's been this kind of crazy with yeah. the mask for all of our parents too. Yeah, yeah. I I think the uh, I I think uh, one hopefully soon we'll get this thing pushed away, and we'll face bigger threats down the line. Yeah. But I don't know if this mask wearing is going to be a pivot point for the long term. I don't look at this as, hey, we're never going to go back to normal. I, at least I'm, that's the optimism. I think people are tired of the doom and gloom. They're tired of political talk. Here we are talking. I, mean, I think people are just tired, right? They want to hear. They want to feel good. They want to know a vaccine's coming. They want to get back to normal. They want to be with their families. And I think if anything else, I always look at the bright side. When we go back to normal, I don't think mask mandates, even though they're annoying and they're you know, they're they're foundationally opposite of what you and I believe, they're going to go away, right? And maybe it's a teaser for government to say, hey, see, we can kind of bring people under sort of a control if we need to at certain times. But let's hope a pandemic is not a regular occurrence, knock on wood. And let's think about this as we move out of this as a way to embrace what this means. More time with family, more time to reflect, more time home with the kids, recognizing the value of community, right? Recognizing what it means to be normal. Yes. Go to a sporting event, have dinner inside and not feel weird with shit, glass in yes. between you. Have our kids not live in fear and our parents not be able to go outside and feel comfortable. You know, I think that's what's going to come out. It's a gut check. So the mask thing, annoying, I think it's going to, fa I, I hope by, by the end of this winter, maybe in spring, when we're on a better trajectory, 
I think we're going to be be better. I don't think the government's going to take this and run with it. At least that's my thought. From hey, from your mouth to God's ears. Uh, I, yeah. I pray to God you're right. Yeah, I hope so. I pray to God. Yeah, I pray to God you're right. Let's uh, let's see where we where we are here. Um, yeah. We've we've got some. Uh, uh, look at us going an hour and forty wow, minutes. We might have some trimming oh, to do. Holy cannoli! No, we don't. We don't trim anything. Only thing. <laughs> this is full yeah. service. Hey, this listen, is full no, octane, folks. Bill Clinton wouldn't, wouldn't allow that shit, dude. I'll tell you that he won't allow that. Uh, listen, Rogan. Rogan goes three hours on his podcast. Yeah. Well, you don't look. I mean, you gotta, know, gotta have some fun. So here it is. Race to two seventy. Race to two seventy. Yeah. Race to 270. Right now, Biden was up 91 to 73. Here it is, 91-73 on the far left. Yeah. Uh, it looks like he's taken Vermont, of course, Virginia. Uh, Trump has taken Alabama, Arkansas. No, Trump is down in Alabama. Let's speak. No, he had it. Well, he, but they gave him the check mark. Again, yeah. it's weird. Illinois goes to Biden, Indiana, Trump, Kentucky, Trump. This yep. is going too fast. Massachusetts, Biden, Mississippi, Trump, Missouri, Trump. Too close Trump, to call on many of these. Yep. New Jersey, Biden, of course, of course. Uh, Oklahoma, Trump with the check mark. Biden gets Rhode Island. Tennessee goes to Trump. I mean, this is just... It's all over the West board. West Virginia, Trump. Uh, Biden up by 10 points in Ohio with about 50% of the precincts in. There's been no surprises yet. Yep. Let's just call that. Yep. Arkansas, 70% Trump. Oh, my. Um, there's been no surprises. But again, this is what they do. Don't you feel like they wait too? They want the ratings. They, they, they want do. the ratings. They're all in cahoots. Yeah, they're... CNN, Fox, anyone else that's showing the show. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny how it is. They wait. Come on. The you, talking you heads, the pundits. Them. Look at Pennsylvania, 77% Biden right now. That's crazy. Do you think that there's a uh, election night hangover? I mean, not in terms of like being up late, but just the, the you know people talk about... You get to that point where you're just put so much in, like a wedding, for example. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You spend all this time yes. planning, and then boom. Here's what's going to happen. Let's be honest. There's going to be a significant group of people tonight, if it's if it's pretty much clear who wins. There's going to be a significant number of people that can't go to sleep tonight or that go to bed crying or that go to bed really in fear of the next four years of their yeah. life. And again... I think this is actually a good message for us to give to anybody. Depends, regardless on what side you're on. The like you said at the earlier on, guys, we've been doing this. This 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 planet's been around for a long, yep. long fucking time. And uh, one human being, especially in the way our systems set up with checks and balances, and Senate and Congress, and right? The four, the fathers are brilliant. You have three branches of government: executive, legislative, and, and judiciary. Yep. And they all keep each other honest. At least that's what they're supposed to, and they do. I mean, for the most part, that is that is the case. Um, True. Checks and balance. Checks and balances. Yep. So, regardless of what happens tonight, if it's not your candidate, when you're if you're listening to this a week from now, two weeks from now, two months from now, a year from now, whatever, and you're upset about the outcome of this election, realize that. Life goes on. Life goes on. You know, you're not gonna. You're, you're let. You're not gonna. Your life doesn't end tomorrow. You're gonna still have the same opportunities. The foundational principles that have been set in this country for a long time don't just go away. You have the same opportunities. It might not be the best. It might not be the person that you agree with. Their ideology, uh, their ideas, their yeah. ideology might be significantly different than yours. 
you'll have a chance to do it again in a four. Yeah. It, it always swings back back back. You might back. have a little less in your pocketbook if you're successful, but you'll yes. you'll get by. Yes. You you might. So let's do great 100%. point. Great point. Um I think right now as we look at this election and we figure out look to your point whatever way it goes. Ohio is is a key state mm-hmm. for those of us in Ohio. And right now Ohio about ten percent to Biden with fifty three percent in, that doesn't look good. It doesn't That's look actually good. probably what, what is the prob? Can you pull up the probability? Uh, I don't know if I can get the probability on that, but it's definitely it's because we're going we're going to wrap this thing up here shortly. Yep. Um, so obviously we're not going to be able to give the results. I mean, this thing can go on for days or weeks still. Yep. So Florida right now, just to kind of probability in Florida is a ninety five percent likelihood for Trump. Yeah, it's looking very Georgia strong. is 84%, and North Carolina is 56% uh, probability for Trump. Wow. Ohio. Those are huge. Uh, Ohio. OH. Ohio, we're still a little... It's, it's not where it needs to be. Ohio, if you're a Trump supporter... What are they saying at the moment? Uh, probability. Well, it's... It, you know, not sure I can get to the probability yet. Okay. Because it's too it's, early. Yeah, too early. I think you got to get to... Uh, you know, it's past like seventy-five yeah, percent yeah. or seventy. Typically, eighty percent that they'll call it, but yeah. Um, but it is a big deal, and and that's always the case of of this state. So we need to take our responsibility seriously. Yeah, and you heard, is that true to this day? Can you Google that real quick? I think you're right. Can Any you just president? confirm it? Yeah, that that no president has ever won an election without winning the state of Ohio. I I, I want to fact check that before we uh, sign off. Before we just go ahead and put that on. Yeah. There. Uh well it says here no Republican has ever That's won the what presidency. It was. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yeah. I thought that there was a caveat to, to yeah. your statement. Yeah, you're right. You're but right. nonetheless, it is it is almost I think there may have been two or three uh Democrats that won an election without Ohio, but almost if you look at history for the last two hundred years, almost every election, Ohio has always showed you who the correct uh winning candidate's gonna be. With an exception of maybe three out of the past, you know, fifty times. Yep. Or what? I guess it can't. Well, yeah, fifty. It can be fifty. Be just because we have forty-five presidents. Yep. Some of them have had. Many of them have had multiple terms. You so. think Joe Biden's awake? You think I think I think Joe Biden's awake. I think his. I think he's in his PJs. You think he's in his Brooks Brothers PJs? I think PJs? his hardcore supporters are, are not awake at all emotionally with this whole thing. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, he's not a very think, not a lot of inspiration. I mean, let's let's yeah. prepare. Let let's look for life. I mean, you you said it very eloquently. It's not going to materially change. You know, fundamentally, the greatness of our country and our fellow uh, folks on whatever side of the aisle. Um, but but I, I do wonder, like, does this man have the energy to inspire and drive global change, or are we are we going to just become you know more or less sort of status quo for the next few years? Well, they're saying that they think Kamala Harris is actually going to be running the yeah, country right, most likely, right? And and that's probably a fair assessment. But it's probably, I mean, I that's that's, that's I mean, based gritty. upon his health and mental state, that's probably a fair assessment. It goes to show you. This isn't about Joe Biden. This is not because people think Joe Biden's great. Even Ashley, who was sitting here during that podcast debate, she could not articulate one thing that Biden's done great yeah. in his life. Yeah. She yeah. didn't, at least during the hour and 40 minutes that we were here. I mean, here. the guy does, you know, look, I mean, let's face it. He, he's, he's, he's got that, you know, fancy hair and, and uh, those, those teeth 
uh, what do you call them? Those veneers. Oof, those things are something. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. wooden teeth. He gives a hell of a massage. <laughs> like I said, as we started this, I mean, space and Joe Biden both have no boundaries. <laughs> and we always come for a circle. Come full circle. Podcast. I love it. Yep, we do. Uh, uh, anything else, brother, that we should talk about before we... Uh, Pull the plug on tonight. I mean, well, you know, we can go. We can go all night. Uh, well, we can no, go no, all I, fucking I, night. I, I, I don't. I, you know, I, I think we've uh, we've, over, we've overstayed our welcome, like, <laughs> like, like Bill Clinton did. I did not overstay my welcome, <laughs> but I would if you invited me to. Biden, Trump's got the ninety-three percent probability for Florida. Wow, yeah, look yeah, at that. Yeah. North Carolina. Florida get, uh, Ooh, North Carolina's going to Biden though now. Biden's got an eighty-nine percent probability to win North Carolina. Yeah. That's a big number. We'll see it. We'll see it. Ooh. Well, it's not going to be a bloodbath. No, this is going to be a close one. Yeah. This is going to be a super, super tight, close election. Um. Hey, Ohio. Bro. Okay. Ohio. O h i o. We're going to watch. We're going to see what happens over the coming hours. Uh, hey, brother, thank you very much for joining. Dude, always a pleasure to kind of do our civic I told you, you li- hey, if you guys haven't listened to this last podcast, we were strumming guitar, drinking whiskey. It was great. Yeah, indeed. And it always was, fun. And the downloads have been flying on that one. For some reason, all of a sudden, people are know. catching people, on to you. Yeah. So I have a feeling people will be happy to hear you again. R.R. Slaney, thanks, brother. We'll all right, do man. it again. Always. Thanks, brother. Love you. Yep.